Hey guys, how's it going? This is Jeffrey Main, and welcome to another episode. I was speaking with a friend literally less than two minutes ago, and she brought something up that I know a lot of founders have problems with, and it's with regards to picking products or businesses and finding areas where there's no saturation. And here's the thing about saturation, right? You would think that, you know, there are enough cars or shoes or makeup products or, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to sell. But the truth of the matter is that there are, there's something we call angles in advertising. And angles are selling things with a different focus or with a different positioning. So think, let's think about shoes, for example, right? There are tennis shoes. And fundamentally, shoes are like two or three materials. You know, you have the sole, you have the leather sides or the syn- synthetic materials, whatever it is. It's like two or three materials. But that same shoe there are different angles. So there are shoes for people who want to run. So those are running shoes. Shoes for people who play tennis. Shoes for people who play basketball, football, soccer. Um, all kinds of shoes, right? But they, are, but they are all with an athletic focus. They are casual shoes. And you wouldn't think that the shoe market is saturated because there's Nike, there's Adidas, there's Puma. There are all these brands. There are even like Allbirds and all these, you know, smaller brands that have come out now. And what matters the most is the angle that you're choosing for the product. So there, is, there are such things as saturated markets, depending on where you live and so on. But even in a saturated market, you can pick an angle of how you're going to sell something. If I was selling a spoon, for example, I could sell the spoon as a spoon for people with um, wide, wide you know, mouths, a spoon for people to feed their kids with, a spoon that you can use to travel, a spoon that you can keep in your car, a spoon that um, you, know, you can use to eat vegan food or whatever it is. There are so many ways to position a product differently, even in a saturated market. And I remember um, I was listening to a guy and he went to a certain part of the United States and there are these mason jars, right? The regular mason jars that everyone uses. But in this particular city, there's a store that has mason jars for icy. They have mason jars for ginger beer. They have mason jars for orange juice. They have mason jars for all kinds of drinks. But, but fundamentally, it's still the same material, but they found a way to position the product and make it appealing for different purposes. When you, when you think about um, like cleaning products, for example, you would find that there is soap for all kinds of things. And Procter & Gamble are masters at this. They found out how to sell soap that um, makes your clothes softer, that makes it whiter, that makes it fresher, that makes it all kinds of things. And I wouldn't be surprised that if you actually did bother to look at the ingredients, the difference isn't that much. But, but the thing is that they found a way to use different angles to sell the same products. So whatever thing it is that you are selling, there, is, there isn't really, I think, as a saturated market for many of the um, products or markets that many people are talking about. I wouldn't be surprised if it's only 1% of people who say that they are in a saturated market who are really in a saturated market, unless it has something to do with like fiscal constraints. But if that is the case, you can always add upsells. You can always add bonuses. You, you can always add things around it that makes it special. You know, if you were selling... A regular plate, for example, you can sell the plates with a recipe book, or you can say that once you buy the once you buy the plates, you get you get a free recipe. So now that you makes your plates more appealing than the other plates that sold on Amazon or wherever it is, and it's just a plate, right? So if you are selling a mug, you could sell a mug, and 
add, you know, um, how, like some story on how you can use this mug to drink tea. And tea lovers are going to get a little pamphlet that shows them the six or seven or 12 kinds of famous teas and where to buy them. You can do the same for coffee mugs. So now it takes the mug from being a regular mug to something more. So think about that when you're picking products to sell, you know, especially in e-commerce and so on. Uh, e-commerce right now is literally just 9% of the global retail market. So it should tell you that there is huge potential where we are not, we are not even there yet. So that's, that's what I wanted to share today. And if you have any questions, you know how to find me at Jeffrey Manu on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and check out manuequity.com. And I hope you have a blessed day. Bye-bye.